Hello, and welcome back to Last Guys Off the Bench, a podcast where you get expert NBA analysis from expert lifetime benchwarmers. I'm Darcy, and I'm joined by Juan Aranda, the one and only, most likely to ask for a sub midway through a three-on-three game. Juan, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's what happens when you give it 110%, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need a hockey sub. <laughs> exactly just just run out there dude i'm excited to get back to it man it's been like a month so it's it's been a minute good to be back on the mic the mics are hot right now real hot real hot, hot mics yeah missing josh today fired. shout out josh yeah. hopefully you listen to this we're gonna quiz you later uh we're recording this episode on friday october 30th and uh we'll jump right in from there all right Juan. before jumping into the most exciting news of the past week or so my Sixers getting a little crazy. He thought Daryl Morey was going to take a year off, right? Thought he was going to take a couple years off. Thought he was going to I do did. whatever the hell he was going to do. I did. Now he's with the Sixers. He's about to bring back Sam Hinkie. Hinkie's about <laughs> to be. <laughs> Hinkie's excited. I'm a, I'm really excited for what that's going to look like, but we'll, Dude, we'll get I'm to stoked. that. Yeah, before we get to that, um, I guess we should recap the finals. It's been again, it's been like a month since we were on here. I think before. Maybe one game had happened. There were two games, so. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think we did record yeah. midway through or something, but. It's been a minute. Yeah. What do you think, man? Um, I think it was very evident who was going to win early. <laughs> uh, we all, well, you and Josh picked the Lakers. I said that my, <laughs> my brain said the Lakers, but my heart said the Heat. Yeah. So I ended up just going with the gut pick of the Heat. Well, it wasn't a gut pick. It was a complete opposite of a gut pick. It was like <laughs> an irrational pick, and I picked the Heat. Um, but it was very clear that the Lakers were very much the better team. They were more talented, better defensively, everything. Just they were better. I mean, no other way to look at it, you know? They didn't still, luck into anything. Dude, I still can't believe, honestly, that the Heat made it, that they got past the Celtics, that they got past the Bucks teams that I thought had better players than them at the top, right? Just like the Lakers do. Like, they had the two best players in the series, in my opinion. Uh, but Butler, man, he was he was put on a show in these finals. I don't know what his, like, averages for the whole finals were, but it was insane, man. It's like some of those games that he was putting together. Um, I don't want I don't mean to call them LeBron-esque because LeBron always puts up those numbers, which is, like, let's just appreciate him, right, and his greatness, like, how consistent he is at doing that. But, man. Jimmy Butler could have been a sixer. So what's what's the rule on that, right? Because um, everyone, like there was fifty percent of people were just mesmerized and appreciating what Jimmy Butler was doing, right? And the other fifty percent were like, okay, the other the guy on the other side of the court does that night in night out, right? But to like, I just don't think that I don't think that's fair to throw in in like the face of the argument for Jimmy Butler, right? Like Jimmy Butler's not in the GOAT conversation. LeBron is. Like, of course there's a big difference, you know? So I'm I'm not saying we shouldn't appreciate what LeBron's doing, right? But yeah. I don't think we should take away from what Jimmy Butler did because Jimmy Butler's not in the same conversation as a player. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's different expectations, right? Um yeah. I, I mean I honestly think I think Jimmy played himself into that top tier conversation in terms of like oh. I don't know. T- you know, top 10, top 15 player in the league, you can be the best For player sure. on your team to win a chip. He just, he just proved it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can't compare, 
you can't compare it to LeBron. I, I didn't mean to take away anything from Jimmy. It's just I did, I don't want to take anything away from LeBron either, um, and his ability to like actually put that put those games together back to back to back to back. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. Um, but yeah, I think so. I think uh, if I not that we want to do rankings radio, but if I were to make a top ten, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler would find his way in it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it'd be top ten for me or top fifteen, but I, I think it'd be close. I'm so mad the Sixers don't have this guy. Like this, it was it was bittersweet, right? Yeah. That uh, they didn't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah, whatever went on down there. I know we've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, man. I'm sorry, but he, look, <laughs> he looks good in Miami. Like, it's a great fit. Um, I think. Uh, I, I so I mean I don't have a connection to Jimmy Butler, right? Like he was on your roster, but I look at him and I'm like, man, you know, with all like the two th- teams that you think about in terms of like culture and you know, dedication and all that are the Spurs in Miami. And I felt like, oh man, he could have done the same thing with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Just cause he's all about that, like sort of, you know, dedication from top to bottom and stuff. So I think that's a, I looked at it that way. Like, oh, he also would have been perfect for the Spurs just based on what the type of uh, environment he wants. Yeah. Um, what do we think about Danny Green's back to back, man? Back to back Danny Green. Goat. <laughs> Goat. <laughs> Caruso's no, first. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Danny Green, I'm, like, I really like him, right? As a, because he was, he's a longtime Spur. Yeah. And I root for him. I thought, I, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was really funny, though, how, how often he was getting trashed. But I always thought it was unfair, right? Because I guess people haven't seen him that long, right? They just, you just assume like knock down three point shooter, right? But yeah, no, yeah. he's, he's good for like, <laughs> he's streaky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, if you, if he's not hot going into the playoffs, like, I'm sorry, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I think but, the thing is for me, like, he gets paid, like, man, like, it, it, it really comes down to like how these people are paid, right? Like, if somebody's, yeah. in my opinion, overpaid, like, you th- you're expecting $15 million a year. Like, I'm expecting starter level production, right? Yeah. Consistent well, production. I think he, I mean, whether you want to say just based on, like, they, they had built the roster, I think he's still starter worthy. They just decided to bring him off the bench. But yeah. you're right, right? Like, when the Spurs gave him a, a contract, they signed him for $40, 40 million four years. Yeah. And it was, like, super team friendly at the time. Like, he was worth $15 million there. Yeah. Now it's flipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is not worth that money. However, it only happened because the Lakers basically it was like a triangle, right? It was the Lakers, Kawhi, and Danny Green. And Danny Green was like, Hey, I'm gonna wait to see where he signs and then I'll sign where there's money left. Yeah. And the Lakers had an understanding, like, okay, well, you're the only free agent left, so we're just gonna have to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't no, I certainly don't blame him. He spaces the floor and he plays really good defense. So he did exactly what that team needed him to do. Uh, it's just like, yeah, when you look at that number, it's like, damn, man, like cashing in right now. Um, as opposed to, yeah, if he was making 10 or 8 or 9, I'd be like, that's a deal. That's a steal. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's interesting, but he's on. he has another year, right? Like it's not, it's not a team option. Like he's on the books for another year? Uh, yeah, he's got another year. Yeah, his, so actually his cap number goes up slightly, like by another million. So it was 14 point five and now it's fifteen point five, give or take. Uh, I mean at that point, like it's an expiring, it's fine. What are you gonna get in a trade, right? I think you just roll with it, right? You run it back anyway. you you just won. You have the best I guess maybe 
you you know people will still make the argument that the Clippers on paper have the better roster, but you just won. He provides steady defense. That's what that's what got you there, right? Like they were terrible three point shooting the whole bubble, but their defense yeah. won them the championship, and that's that's what he's good for, right? Like at this point in his career, he's so streaky that I I don't care about the three point shot. I just want him to be able to lock down at yeah. a decent level still. No, for sure. So when we're thinking about uh, the Lakers next year, right? So Danny Green's under contract still. Um, KCP, who had a good finals, is not going to be under contract. He's a player option. I'm assuming he's going to opt out and look for like probably close to Danny Green numbers. Should the Lakers sign him at that number? KCP? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You that's like Will I think they that's sign a player him that's... at that number. The only way that happens is if he's like one of LeBron's guys. I'm I'm putting up quotes. Yeah. Right. Like, cause if it's a Le- if it's one of LeBron's guys, he gets signed no matter what. Right. But I don't think he is LeBron's guy. So, if like he was buddy buddy with LeBron, then yeah, they would pay him whatever LeBron wanted them to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A la Tristan Thompson, but I don't think he is. So I think they'll be fine letting him go. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm interested to see what they do there because I, I think if you can get him for ten, you keep him. So, like, that's a little higher than he's getting paid now. Um, 12, you could convince me, that, you know, depending on what the alternative is. If the alternative is nothing, then sure. Um, and it's just luxury tax. 15, hard-pressed. Well, 15 for a year, okay. 30 for two? I, I agree. But Danny Green's getting that. Yeah, but it was a different situation, right? Like... <laughs> he's a, he's that, a much better I... shooter. Well, he's historically a much better shooter they're both really streaky kcp's a much better athlete danny green was what was left Worst defender yeah yeah that's true i think you can i think like kcp is very replaceable right i can't think of one specific thing that like the average mba player can't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not gonna all right what about rondo Do they bring back rondo so he, he's a player yeah you got too, to he's probably i think he's opting out so okay, what? What is he getting paid? Like, I could see him. He was minimum. Oh. So five. I'll bring him back at like. I was gonna say up to eight. I'd pay up okay. to eight. Oof. But you have to like he's he's a good fit. He's yeah. um I think everyone's surprised how good of a fit he was, but great great option when LeBron's off the floor right. Yeah. So, and they run him together a lot anyway. But I think so. I think you spend on Rondo, you let KCP walk. Yeah. What about um, think they can get DeMarcus Cousins at the minimum or the mid-level? Uh, oh, and do they? I don't know if you, I don't know if you do or, or you don't. Um, I think it's such a – there's no risk in that is what I'm trying to say. So Yeah, right. I think, Especially at the minimum, but I'm, I'm yeah, like he'd, he'd get a little more than that. But He just took a minimum, right, to get injured again. I think yeah. uh, he wants more money at this point. Like he knows his career is about to wrap up just because of all the injuries, not not because of talent. Um, that doesn't mean someone's going to pay him, right? So if someone's offering like six million to him or something like that, I think he's going to take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't think that he gets those offers. If it's a minimum all all around, then yeah, I think he wants to be back on a championship team, and I think they'll do it. Yeah, I wonder. Um, speaking of a championship team that might have a little money, maybe the Heat if they offer him six or seven million. You think so? I don't mm-hmm. think they do that. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I think he, I, I, I think the Lakers have, instead of signing Howard again, 
that's probably the direction I'd go. Let's let's take that money that we were going to give to Howard and maybe put it towards Cousins. We have McGee, who's probably going to opt into his player option at four million. So, or it looks like he already opted in, I guess. So, can he? I don't think you can yet, but I'm sure he will. Yeah, you're right. I guess because technically the new season. Anyway, yeah, he's definitely going to. There's no way he doesn't. He's like a good fit there. He actually plays. Yeah. Like he's having fun. I mean, not that he plays a lot, right? But I feel like he was a little more important than he was on those Warriors teams. And those Warriors teams had nobody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I agree. <laughs> those Warriors teams are whack. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Four guys and then just a bunch of G League players for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested to see what uh, what else like the Lakers do, man. Because I think they're going to have the full mid-level. So we're talking like $10 million to like yeah. eventually throw at someone uh, or split it up amongst two players. I think it's interesting. I think they're going to mainly keep it together, right? I do think KCP is going to walk just with the money. But other than that, I really think that they'll sort of – they'll it'll be pretty close to what it was this time, right? And I think that's fine. I think you can run it back with the squad. Um. Yeah, I really I, like the, the Horton Tucker guy, too. I think he's somebody who could um, take a lot of those KCP minutes or maybe take a lot of the Caruso minutes. Caruso gets some more minutes. Um, you got Bradley coming back who wasn't in the bubble. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to opt into his player option. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they just need another you know, another guard would be good. <laughs> um, I don't know what that looks like. But, well, they're really they're really high on Horton Tucker, is my understanding. Like he's he was Tucker. really good in, in the bubble from the limited playing time. I, I saw all, all nine minutes. He was great. He looked, looked good though. <laughs> good. No, yeah, the, he did look good. They're really high on him. I think um, depending on who they pick up, right? I think there's going to be minutes to be had. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if this is like any substance or not, but you know, like those aggregate sites. Um, like those sports sites that aren't very legit at all, but just yeah. like post rumors that they get from other aggregate sites that get from other aggregate sites that get uh-huh. from some podcast or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I... <laughs> Hoops hype. <laughs> <laughs> Hoops hype who got it from ballers with a Z.com <laughs> who got it from like, I don't know who got it from Zach Harper talking on like some nobody pod. I don't know. Just like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some, <laughs> There's clearly wild. no trail. Yeah. <laughs> but so I, I saw in one of these, right? So I'm just already throwing it out there that there's no credibility yeah. to this claim. So like four, four things away from the actual <laughs> source. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that apparently there might be interest in trading for Lonzo. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. No, no, they're not doing that. They need to get out. That's, that's ridiculous. There's no way. That makes zero sense also. If you have Rondo, you can't have Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I 100% oh, okay. Agree. Yeah, you're just trying to get them to get rid of uh, Rondo. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I guess Bring if Rondo Lonzo, walks or something. They're not, they're not doing that. They're so, doing that. I don't know. I don't even think, I don't, well, I mean, I guess he's a good fit with like a guy like AD, sure, but yeah. I don't think he can play well alongside LeBron. I think we saw like 30 <laughs> games of that. Uh, so, anyway, that's, that's like the. No, good. I, the I, I really path. appreciated that. That was great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm just looking at free agents now. I think they, I think there might be a trade for them to make. Um, somebody like Pat Connington could be a good fit. He's a, he's a free agent. I don't know if he's going to leave the box. I don't know if they're going to let him leave. But uh, what's their pick situation like, right? Because I'm, I'm sure they're willing to throw as many firsts as they can. 
the like, Lakers. I mean, they gave yeah. a bunch to New Orleans. They have this year. Probably... I guess. They're probably like, because you know how you you can't trade consecutive first round picks. You have to you can no, trade you can, alternate. Yeah, but you can draft you can draft for someone and then trade it. Yeah. So, yeah. So they could trade the rights to someone. That's true. So I guess we'll see now, like this year. Uh, yeah, like draft a guy and then. Yep, uh, Gallinari could be a good fit. I, he make a, you know I can see him going to Miami though too. Well, they 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 wanted him, but they just weren't willing to because he wanted a long term yeah. ex- extension. Um, but they're so I guess on the other side of the path, right? Like, what what's Miami going to do? I think people are pretty split because the whole rumor the whole time is like it's it's all just a move for Giannis. They yeah. just want they want to pair Giannis with um Jimmy Butler. So now people are saying, well, like this young core is obviously a, mo- a lot better than we thought. Like, shouldn't you just keep them together? But apparently. The, the rumor is that they're still just in it for Giannis. So I don't think they're looking to sign anyone. I think they're just going to try to, you know, hold like maybe one-year contracts wherever they need to fill holes and then just trade away these guys next year to get Giannis in Well, they have a, 2022. Bunch, a bunch of free agents. Uh, they do. So I think Goron, they probably try and bring back. Yeah, for sure. Um, Solomon Hill's a free agent. Myers Leonard, Jay Crowder. So Jay Crowder's probably back. Myers Leonard's probably gone. Haslam probably retires. Derek Jones, they probably try and bring back. Um, For cheap, though. Yeah, yeah. Because he's oh, he, he wasn't making much rotation. anyways. He was making like minimum. Um, Kendrick Nunn. Oh yeah, Kendrick Nunn and Robinson are on team options. Um, They're gonna bring or non-guaranteed, back, so they'll both be back. Yeah, think... that's it though. They don't they don't have like so they have Iggy Butler. Kelly Olynyk has a player option for 12 million so i'm gonna guess he's gonna opt into that <laughs> <laughs> tyler hero bam out of bio or under contract kendrick nunn duncan robinson that's it right um, i think oh, uh acapella whoever that is some probably the rookie i guess probably i think that jay crowder had such a good time that he's gonna probably uh, like sign back on a minimum right like just to play basketball he had a role he was important i think yeah, he might uh, get more than the minimum I mean, he'll get like five, I'd say million. five million. Yeah, he'll get under under value is what I'm. I guess my right. bigger point. Okay. Um, just to go back there, I, that's my guess. I think Drogic or, yeah, I think I think he'll come back probably also a little bit cheaper, just like a team friendly deal. Yeah, they want him back, and then I think everyone else probably walks. I think Derek Jones maybe like they like him, but he's clearly not as important in that team anymore. So mm. I don't think they'll be willing to pay him much. Yeah, so they're going to have some room, man. They're going to have a lot. They're going to have a good bit of cap room. I know they want to preserve it for Giannis, um, potentially to sign into there. Yeah, next year. So yeah, I think so they're just going to do a lot of one-year flyers. Yeah, and then just keep building around Hero, Adebayo, Robinson, Butler, Dragic. I, I think that's they got them here, right? Maybe make uh, some another rotation player or two addition. Yeah, I think I think next year is like just a a year to highlight all those young guys. So that their trade value just keeps growing. Yeah. Do you do um, something centered around Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal? Yes. Yeah. But right. I don't think they do. Do you do Tyler Hero and picks for Drew Holiday? No. Yeah. Same. He's a little too old, isn't he? Uh, he's he's not that old. I think he's thirty. Yeah. Isn't Beal still like twenty six? I feel like Beal's been twenty six forever. Uh, he's probably. Maybe a little older than 26, but you're probably right. It's 27, 28, maybe. Oh, he's 27. Um, and Drew Holiday's probably 30. 
maybe 31, maybe 29. Let's see. <laughs> he's 30. Oh, he's 30. Um, yeah. yeah, see, the thing is, okay, so Butler's 31. Yeah, I'm in, I, I don't know how he's going to age, you know, and his contract goes up. So the end of that deal is going to be rough. Maybe not. I don't think so. I think 30, like at 35, he'll still, or 34, whatever year it is. I think he'll still have it. Like, though, yeah, it's just I the see him like point. a Dwayne Wade crash, man. Yeah. That's what you I think, think so? so. Yeah. He's is it because like of those Thibodeau minutes, those eight years of Thibodeau minutes? Uh, I think partially that, but I also think it's just like his, he doesn't shoot threes. Um, he's not a huge player. He plays really hard. And yeah, he, he does, he's a lot of wear and tear on him. I, I mean, I think like, you know, I'm trying to think of like style, like who, who would you compare him to? I'm like in terms of longevity, right? Like I'm thinking not that they play the exact same way. Right. But you know, someone like Kobe, right. The, well, the three kept him in longer. Right. But I'm saying pre-injury, like before he tore that Achilles, like he was still doing strong at like 34. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, and at the end of this contract, he'd be 34. So maybe you're right. Maybe he'll be okay. Um, do you make a play? So they have, they're one of the teams that have room to, they, they could, I think, get pretty close to being able to absorb Chris Ball without like sending out much salary. Um, do you do it? If you can, what, send two first round picks and X, whatever salary you need to send out? Kelly Olenek. Um, I think the problem with that, though, is that I think they would do it if there was one year left on that deal, right? You know how they balloon up year after year? So like the last year is like 49 million. Yeah. I think they would do that if it was like the last year. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. He's this good. is the last year. Isn't there another year after this? I don't think so. Oh, oh I think okay. This is the last year. Gotcha. If that's yeah, the yeah. case, then uh, yeah, I think they would do it. I think they could do it. It would make sense personally, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. Because so I think there are other teams that would also he's going to have a market. I think he's going to get traded to a really awesome team. I mean, I think um, you look at the Bucks. But I think the Bucks would need to send out some serious salary, and then and because of that, they would need to include more picks. Like Miami, I don't think would need to send out much. Like they're they have a lot of cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, but why why does OKC want to move on? I don't get it. I don't know, man. That's like, why Billy left, though. That's why Billy Donovan left. Why? Um, oh, you're right. He does have okay. He does have two more years. This coming year and the one after that. Gotcha. See that in that case, I don't think the Heat do it. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. You still think so? <laughs> I, might, I might just go for it. I might just go for it. But um, what do you get out of that, right? Like, what do you mean? They just made the finals. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, Chris Paul's. He's like one of the best point guards ever, right? Uh-huh. But he's such a game manager that like their their style the of play. Up. That's yeah, I guess. Okay. Especially if what you're trying to do is you're trying to make your younger star shine, right? Like the it look it worked well because everyone shared the ball, right? And Dragic was a lot better at um well no, he's not off a better distributor. Ball. What I what I mean is like he's yeah. better off the ball. He he starts the movement and everyone touches the ball before the end of the possession. With Chris Paul, he's a lot better at finding guys, but it's yeah. more the it's more so the Chris Paul show. And for if what they're trying to do is just make sure that their guys have increased trade value, it's probably not the right move. 
unless like i said if it was one year just ensure that you have the open cap space but in this case you don't yeah so where does he go I just don't know why they want to get rid of him. Like he helped all their young guys, right? Like I don't think that they all would look as good, uh, the Thunder, right? Like without him. No, I com- I completely agree. I'm not arguing that by any means. Um, but I think again, they maybe. Um, <laughs> so like because they got rid of Billy Donovan, I think that's and it's that was mutual, right? It was like they clearly wanted the rebuild. That was that signal that they had. They got to get rid of him then. It was so dumb. Like. I don't get Explain it. Explain to but... me how any of that makes sense. You wanted to rebuild. You ended up doing really well. You still have all those picks. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with being a five seed for three or four years. Exactly. You don't need. You don't need. Guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I. I honestly like, don't get it. I don't understand it. I understand re- if you want to get below the tax line, um, but you can do that very easily, in my opinion. Yeah, um, like a rebuild doesn't have to constitute you sucking. All right, so for them to get for the Lakers to get Chris Paul, I'm just I'm just in the trade machine right now. We're gonna get a little crazy. Uh, they <laughs> can't trade anybody though, because no one, people would have to like opt in the shit. Um, That's true. So, yeah, they, yeah, they, they can't really do anything. The only thing, <laughs> uh, hold on. the only people who are available for them to trade are like Danny Green and LeBron. Like, it's like nothing. <laughs> um, it's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, they got. Um, yeah, Danny Green, Quinn Cook, Caruso, Kuzma, Horton Tucker. That's it. Everyone else has like this player options. So they have to opt in and then do the trade. Nah. Yeah, so they're probably not going to. Um, and it's just because the salary is too high for them, they'd have to trade away like half their team. What about, okay, wait, wait, one more. Just to humor me, okay? Hear me out. Chris Paul, Sixers. I think we've Al, talked about that. Al Horford, Josh Richardson, and a first. I mean, like... The Al Thunder Horford, good locker room that. guy. They're not taking that, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tobias it's like, Harris. Such a, it's like... That's like... You know what you just did? It's like when someone offers you a trade in fantasy, and it's like, here's my three bench guys. Give me your starter. <laughs> but they clearly don't want them, and they want the picks, right? Um Yeah. But they, but if they're trying to shed salary, like Al Horford is not the move. Maybe Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris. Is, Tobias Harris is the move because you, you're going to lose with him, right? Um, yeah. He's going to be able to put up some good numbers this year. Yeah. If he's not, if he's like your best player or your second best player, and then you try and trade him after that, he's still really yeah. young. He's 26. That one's not bad. Tobias yeah. Harris. But makes then the we still have to out. trade Horford. I think we have to trade both of them, but Horford's the one we has to go. Harris, at least, kind of you can make him kind of fit. He's overpaid. Going back to that Danny Green comment, he, if he was making twenty, I'd be ecstatic. But he's making thirty-two, <laughs> and it's escalating up. All right, man. Speaking about your Sixers, right. so I think we talked about this a month ago, but nonetheless, we can still talk about it. Uh, they got Doc Rivers. How did you feel about that? I don't remember what I said last time, but I'm coming around to it. You know how I feel about Doc and Ty Lue and, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't think they're good offensive coaches by any means. You just called him a rah-rah guy, like a guy that's going to be a good locker room presence, yeah. make, make them feel invigorated, I, hope, I guess. I hope, and now I'm, I'm starting, this is why I'm coming around. I hope that he's going to get in the face of Joel and Ben and, and challenge them to be better at the areas that they're not as good at. Like in terms of like actually executing. So I hope he does that. Here's what I'm worried about, right? Talk I think um, these mics are he, hot. 
What? <laughs> Talk to me, Juan. These mics are hot. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm worried about is he completely didn't do that with the Clippers, right? Because Kawhi, and I think you're right that we're going to start to see that that body is going to get up on him soon. But Kawhi was so good that he was just, he got the super, super stardom treatment. Like, oh, yes, Mr. Leonard, like whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And just, he was not anything like that with the Clippers. It was just the Kawhi show. Um, yeah, but Joel hasn't earned that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm hoping that he can go back to be a little bit more. But the thing is, like, I think he was like that with the Clippers, right? And then he started feuding with Chris Paul, and then they blew it up. Yeah. And they weren't winning. But, you know, even with the Celtics, like, I think Garnett was more so the culture guy than than Doc Rivers. So yeah. we'll see. I think you're right that they're young, so maybe they'll buy in. He'll be He'll feel more, like open to yelling at them, getting into their face, you know, getting them motivated. And I think you're right. That's what Embiid needs, right? Like it's not lack of talent. Definitely needs it's it. not lack of skill. Like mm-hmm. he has the skill, right? Like some guys maybe be are raw and stuff, but he's not. So I just think you're right. Like he just needs to get motivated. So in that sense, maybe, right? But on paper, I don't know how good they'll be. That being said, the now biggest news. got Daryl Morey, yeah. Yeah. That's Sixers big deal, just man. Uh, signed Daryl Morey to be their GM. Yeah. My first reaction was what, but I'm kind of into it mainly so because stiffed. he's he's gonna retool that roster before the season starts, and that's important. I don't know what it's gonna look like, right? But I think he's gonna settle in on okay, Embiid and Simmons. Let's actually give him players that work, and if he does build a good roster, I don't think the coaching will matter that much, right? Like maybe it'll make a difference in the conference finals, but. I think he'll build a roster to get you there. No, for sure. Well, and Doc's a better coach than Brett Brown. I just like, <laughs> uh, the, like it's because I'm a big Doc hate. I don't even want to call it a hater. I just think I'm a Doc realist. Like, I do not think he's a good coach. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, I think <laughs> so. Nat, easy trade, right? Like again, I think Maury. You're right. Maury's going to come in. He's going to shake up this roster. I think we can trade. Josh Richardson is a very tradable player. He's got two years, twenty million left. I love Josh Richardson, but he's not a great fit here. I wouldn't be too upset if they traded him. And then we have Harris and Horford. Can we get rid of Horford? I don't mind if we keep Harris. Can we get rid of Horford? And can we get somebody who can shoot? Um, so can we get Buddy Heald? Can we get shit? Can we get Heald and Barnes? That's a lot you're asking for, man. Heald's Heald's not. He's not returning fucking texts from uh, Luke Walton. Oh, he's really? Is, traded, that, is that something he's that was traded. important? Yeah, yeah. And they have Bogdanovich, who's going to be a restricted free agent. They want to resign him. I'd much rather have Bogdanovich, but well, Heald's um, on the move, man. He's going somewhere. Yeah, but the like the owner loves him, right? He thinks he's the goat. So I don't know. You can't keep Heald and Bogdanovich on those numbers, so one of them's going. That's and Bogdanovich true. is the much better player, in my opinion. So I'll good, take him. In, yeah, I'll take him in a heartbeat. I love him. Yeah, me too. Me um, too. So much. From that perspective, do you trade? Yeah, do you trade Heal for Horford? Let Horford start be your starting center, Bagley at your four, because um, I don't think defensively you can have Bagley at your five. Although I think that's the future. You need to eventually get him there. Yeah, I don't know. I miss two bigs. I really do. But that's a whole another conversation. We'll see. I don't know if it happens, right? Because like I think you're you're a little too hopeful about how many people want that Horford contract or not want it, but are willing to take it. Yeah, I mean. I am too hopeful. That's for sure. It's a high number, but a lot of teams need bigs. The Celtics. Can we get? Can we get Hayward, man? That's the trade I Dude, want, man. No, it's not gonna. Happen. Why not? They There's need a, a five. They cut bait because they need a five. What's his name? Is cutthroat, dude. 
They need a five. They're either cutthroat, right? They don't want to pay uh, Hayward. They don't want to pay Horford. <laughs> they didn't pay Horford. All right. Well, we, he, he's going to be on the move, dude. We're not coming back. He's not going to be on the roster next year. Yes, yes. All I'm saying is that he's I'm, not... say, I'm telling you, in a month, he will not be on the roster. He's going to be on the move, but what I'm saying is you're not going to get something of value back. You're just going to get, like, shredded calorie, salary cap. Like, yeah, but then exp- we're not doing it. Why would we do it? Because he wasn't a good fit. <laughs> yeah, but the, well, yeah, we're not going to do it for nothing. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you might. <laughs> that being said, though, I'm still on the train that you – I rather keep Horford – trade Harris I think you keep Horford he comes off the bench and he subs out Embiid right he'll give you 25 good minutes not with Embiid and let go Harris because Harris is atrocious like no he's not atrocious but on that team he's not produced like it's not a good fit he doesn't have a role he doesn't know what his role is Brett Brown didn't know what his role is I think Daryl Moore will see that and they'll try to ship him who has a little bit more trade value I don't know if he does because his contract's way worse. Yeah, but he's young. He's like 27. Yeah. I don't know. He's his prime. <laughs> Quote unquote. I don't know what they do. They got to do something though. And I think I'm excited that Daryl's there because I think he'll figure something out. Let's see. How old is Tobias Harris? He's 28. Okay. Well, still. Like, I'm excited that we're going to be trading some first round picks. You know, <laughs> we'll ship them out the door with these guys and get them off our roster. No, that's the thing that I hate about Daryl Morey, though, is like, no, but like, I, okay, so, because he's like a numbers guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand that the st- statistics show that hitting on a pick is like a lot lower than betting on someone who you've already seen what they can do, right? Like, the math says that. But I just think there's something to like homegrown talent, right? Granted, you need to build an, a, a certain, it needs to be top down, right? Like, your scouts need to be good. You know, your trainers need to be good. Your coaches need to be good. Everything needs to be good to make sure that a player comes, like, out successful, right? And very few teams do that consistently. So I guess if you're not willing to put in the time to make that infrastructure, then sure, trade away the picks. Give me players that I know what they can do. So there's that argument. And we need players who know what they can do right now. You know, I don't don't think we're – we're, unfortunately, we're at a win now because of the way the roster is constructed, but I don't think we need to be. I think we need to be a strong like playoff Nuggets. contending team with our two strong guys. We, oh my God, the past like three years has just been a whole mess, man. I still can't <laughs> believe all the moves we made to get us to this They're point. They're so young, though. They're so young, and we. I, I don't think we need to rush those two. So, but we need, you know, at, at a certain point. I think I'd still rather have people who know what they're doing. You know, there's too much pressure on this team for us to be like relying on some first round pick to be a starter or something like that. So from that standpoint, I'd say trade no, picks. I guess okay. Keep in mind though that I come from an organization that just refuses to trade picks no matter what, right? Like they because they are just all about like here's here's the thing that's different with uh homegrown talent, right? Is you get four years of super cheap play. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Plus and, you get them on a restricted then after. Yeah, and like the Spurs are most of like all of like the hometown favorites are guys that they never resign, right? But it's like, okay, you're gonna spend your first year on the G League and you're gonna give me years two, three, and four of like good play off the bench for two million dollars a year, right? And I think there's something to, to filling out your roster that way because then you can pay for other players that ha- bring more value. And Daryl Morey, I get the idea that you're not willing to do that, but I think the cap flexibility that it gives you is also important. So I, don't I agree know. with that. I agree with that. 
I guess we'll see. But changes are coming, and they're going to be good. I, I agree with you there. Yeah, it's going to be good stuff. Let's let's move on to my favorite signing. I'm so ecstatic for this. I don't know what your thoughts are. I'm excited to hear them. I'll explain why I'm ecstatic after. But the Pelicans have hired Stan Van Gundy. Now, let me, let me throw a caveat in there because I originally – thought they were going to get Mike D'Antoni and I wanted them to get Mike D'Antoni. I think he'd be a greater fit. Perfect for that offense. Perfect for those young guys. It seems like maybe D'Antoni wasn't that interested. I don't know because it like never really materialized into anything, but if there's going to be a second guy to do it, I'm, I'm really happy with that stand pick. I think he's a great coach. I like him as a person and I think he's good with young players. So I'm curious to hear what you think. Yeah, I was surprised that Mike D'Antoni didn't land there. And we, we've been saying that, I don't know, since June, right? That how, how good of <laughs> a fit he'd be there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he would have been perfect there, especially when you're thinking of not his rocket system, but his son system with exactly. Drew Holiday and Lonzo running the show up top, Zion playing that Amari Stoudemire role. I, I, I just, and JJ on the side, like that team so, would have been yeah, Josh Hart. It was perfect. Yeah. It wrote itself. Um, like, with that being said, um, I'm trying to ignore all of the shit Stan did in Detroit, um, which is difficult, and just focus on what he did with the magic. Well, let's we can break that down. I think that's worth spending a couple or yeah. I mean, his on. his coaching with Detroit was fine. Um, so so I'm 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 lumping together. I'm lumping together his like movements and management and what he was like trying to yeah. do with the roster because they were really bad. So he did make. A lot of moves that obviously, and, and hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Um, but he did make a lot of moves that weren't particularly good, right? Like he didn't he didn't do good in the draft. Uh, some of the moves that he made weren't that good. They paid the wrong players at times. But his argument, so um, I hear him a lot, or I used to, because when he wasn't a coach and before he went on to TNT, he would join the Levertard show once a week. Nice. So they would purposely like rip on him for his Detroit years. And he would always say, like, look, look at the records before I got there. Look at the last time they went to playoffs and look at the records after I got there. Like, you can say what you want, but I made them a better team. And I think that's true, right? So I think the argument has always been, like, okay, if if they redid that and he wasn't the director of basketball operations, maybe it would be a little bit different. But I think the on-court product was always pretty good, right? He cares about defense. He did the most with what he had. But it's his fault that he had such – Exactly. Not bad players, but, you know (laughs) – Lack of talent. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like paying Drummond. Um, I don't hate the trade for Blake. I get like, you know, I get the position I like he was trade. in to do that. Like, you know, he was going to get, he knew he was going to get fired um, if they didn't make a move. So, and I think he did anyways. Um, yeah, but I so like I, that trade. Yeah. I like Blake. So I'm, I'm not, and it was, you know, nothing. It was like Tobias Boban and a pick or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and like you know, I'm pretty sure he was responsible for Christian Wood. Christian Wood's a good player. Luke Kennard, I like. I mean, you know, you probably took him a little too high, but he's a good player. Uh, Luke Kennard kills me on 2K. Like he's nasty. CPU Kennard, just unguardable. Yeah. He had a good year last year. Um, he's somebody that could be really good on the Sixers or like the Lakers or somebody seems yeah. to be shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's gonna have a field day with Redick, back with Redick again uh, in a new NBA, and he was like honestly, him and D'Antoni he embraced spacing you know with Dwight and that team that made it to the finals and then the next year that team that was probably better than the team that made it to the finals Shard um, Lewis playing the Shard four Lewis, Hito. yeah I mean they, they were doing some cool things Jameer Reddick Courtney Lee yeah. 
Um, I think this roster is in some ways similar to that. You know, they have multiple ball handlers. Um, you can see Ingram playing the Hedo role, you know, Reddick playing his role there. I think Lonzo is going to benefit from this, right? I think uh, Stan's a pretty good point guard coach. So I think that'll be good for him. He needs, he needs someone that's a little better, like help him grow. I think uh, the Pelicans helped him a lot with his shooting, but like on the court really didn't do anything for him. And he needs yeah. to start getting smarter. He's shown, he like, he's kind of stagnated a bit. Yeah. Uh, his shooting's a lot better, but his on-court decision-making, like everything can't be full court. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, if his half-court sure. awareness gets a little bit better, I think he'll benefit a lot from Stan. So I like it. Obviously, D'Antoni for both of us was the number one choice, the obvious choice. You know, we'll never know why. It seems like, from my understanding, like, like I don't know if D'Antoni interviewed him. He might have. But it just seems like he really wasn't out there looking for a head coaching job. Yeah. So, well, speaking of, so now he's joining Steve Nash over there with the Nets. What do you think of that? Um, it's mm, <laughs> I find it very interesting. I think it's cool to me. It says that D'Antoni didn't want the pressures of being a head coach. He wants to take a couple of years, you know, maybe a year, just like live life a little bit calmer, right? All the coaches talk about like the like inconceivable amount of stress that comes with being a coach. Yeah, I think it's a personal decision for him. I think Steve Nash is all about it, right? So from their perspective, I think it seems cool. I think Dan Tony sees him as a peer. Like they're just going to drum up some cool ideas with their minds and stuff. Yeah. But that's all on paper. I'm so scared about how KD and Kyrie are going to react to that because like, it can't be well, right? Like there's no way. KD's going to like line up at the five, 10 games in. He's yeah. going to hate it. He's going to talk to it about, like talk about it to the media. Mm-hmm. Like, they're he just, just not going to be man. down. He just wants to hoop. Yeah, he's like, why am I playing the five? And then, like, D'Antoni is going to give him, like, 18 reasons why it makes total sense. <laughs> and he's going to yeah. be like, yeah, but I'm a three. <laughs> yeah, I – and they have such a great five at, uh, with Jared Allen. I I feel for – I really love Steve Nash. And I think this thing's going to crash and burn, not because of him or, or D'Antoni, but I think Kyrie and KD – maybe not crash and yep. burn. I just think they're going to underperform because for them to perform, it's – at least the conference championship. Yep. And, you're right. I, and I think that's fair. Like, I'm not saying they should win the chip. And at that, that, I don't if think you get that's to the harsh. conference final, no, no, no. I think if you get to the conference finals, that's a good year for them. And um, but it's expected. Like, you're right. Expected. Anything under that is a disappointment. And yeah. the problem is that you have three or four teams in the East that have that expectation, right? So now the Heat. I think it's going to be 50-50, right? Some people are going to say, well, they overperformed. We're not expecting them to get back to the conference finals. Yeah. I think other people are going to be like, well, clearly they need to be back there. Uh, the Bucks have that same expectation. The Celtics have that same expectation. And then I think the Sixers are hopefuls. But I don't know that the expectation is conference finals. Yeah. That's not a, it's not an expectation of mine anymore. I, I think yeah. they... Second round. That's all you can ask for. Second and round, that's good. competitive. Yes. Competitive second round. Second round, losing six or seven. Yeah. Um, depending on what the roster looks like, because I do, I really do think uh, Joel Embiid is capable of being the best player in the league. He could be the Finals MVP. I, I just truly believe that. I mean, um, and I Ben Simmons, Josh you could make the argument, man. I think, yeah, Josh probably would. He's down but, on him. I mean, he wouldn't well, trade know, Bam and Hero for him. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like the biggest big man supporter, right? Mm-hmm. And Embiid is like the only one left that still embodies the 2000s and the 90s. So, yeah, <laughs> I love him. Um, so, but, but yeah, you're right. right. I mean, I, I think, you know, the Bucks they have to win the chip. So that's like their expectation. The Heat, 
I'm putting down for second round. I, those are my expectations. If they make it past that, great. If not, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I'm still not as high on them. I don't know why. Um, but I think Bam and Hero, if they take a step forward, I'll be, maybe I can be a little higher on them. Can Hero be 18 points a game and four assists and four rebounds? Yes. He can be. So if he is, then maybe conference finals is probably more aligned with that, you know? Can Bam mm-hmm. take another step forward? Or is he going to be kind of where he was this year? I guess we'll see. I think I think uh, Bam's probably close to his peak. Some people think he's not, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, ultimately, though, I do agree with you. I think this is going to explode or implode, depending on how you look at yeah, it. Yeah, and but... then what? You know, so 15 games in, Kyrie's hurt. You know, and he can't play for the next 10 games. Again, that might be a good thing for this team, especially if they still have Dinwiddie. Um, And and then what? You know, like, how do you bring him back in? How do you manage Dinwiddie's minutes? Do you trade Dinwiddie before the season and then Kyrie gets hurt? I don't think you can trade Dinwiddie because of that. Um, Like, just the risk of Kyrie not playing the full season? Yeah, and then we're not even talking about KD coming off an Achilles injury. Um, uh, Granted, it's been a long time, but... I don't think I don't see that as a big issue. Besides for the fact that he he's, you know, more likely to get hurt. Um, I think he's going to perform well, but uh, I think maybe they'll temper expectations early. Like they'll say, like, look, first time these guys are playing together. Katie's coming off an injury. We're just looking yeah. for a good year. I'm going to guess know? that they're not a top four seed. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I could see them just like just on talent, they're going to be a five seed. Yeah. Um. So that one's going to be interesting. I do think, though, that the clashes are going to be hard to... I guess, like, the idea is, well, like, Steve Nash is so young, you know, mm-hmm. he'll, like, vibe with them a little bit better. But, yeah. like, those, like when they first said that, like, oh, we don't see it as having a coach, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. How mad would you be if you were Steve Nash and you heard that? I'd just be like, dude, come on, man. You're just, like, already completely undermining me. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> Do you think there's any no, I guess they would have mentioned this in the in the pod where they said this, because I was gonna say, do you think there's any chance that like Steven Ash was like, look guys, I don't want you guys to see me as a coach. I'm just here to like help you guys win it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> there's no way, right? There's no, no way no, no, he no. said that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think Steve Nash probably didn't take that well, but I think he also knew what he was getting into. Yeah, right. For sure. I think D'Antoni can help him. Like Dan Tony is the, the thing about him being an assistant, right? Is he's the, like, perp- I think he's purposely not going to deal with any of that, right? He's like, I'm just here to help you draw some X's and O's. But I think he can sort of mentor him on how to temper egos. Oh, not yeah, that he's absolutely. great at that, but <laughs> not nah, that but that's Dan Tony's strong suit. He's at least suit, experienced but... it, you know, yeah. from a different angle than Steve has. Steve's exactly. experienced it, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, I know we already talked about the Bulls a little bit, but I'm kind of, I'm bullish on the Bulls. I like their team. They, they, uh, the East is going to be tough for that eight seed, the seven eight seed. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a little crazy. I think I think you're a little too high on them, right? I think they have talented guys. <laughs> maybe maybe you're right. Like maybe they have the talent, right? In terms of young guys, all you need is a coach. I think yeah. Billy Donovan's shown he's a coach that can handle pretty much any anybody. Um, I think the biggest strength to Billy Donovan was when he had KD and and Russ, and he just let him cook. And I thought he wasn't a good coach. I was like, he's just letting them go up the floor. And then I realized, no, he's such a good coach. He knows, hey, these guys' talent will beat out any scheme. Yeah. Then they leave, 
And then it's like, okay, now let's drop some plays. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy's really good. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm looking at the East now. It's I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting because you think the Wizards are getting the wall back, right? So if let's say he stays healthy, they're probably a playoff team. If yeah, he stays 17. healthy, big, big if, big if, right? Um, so that leaves the Hornets out. Who I like their young talent, but I think they're probably out. Um, you got the Magic. You think the Magic are they always hang around that eight seed and they have the a good team, is but theirs. they that's their territory. Don't you think they have to like tr- start trading like Aaron Gordon, Fournier, like these pieces that are just kind of like hanging around? The problem is that those teams, those small market teams, right? Like, yeah. what are you gonna get? No, no first like, round pick. Yeah, but we go back to <laughs> all right. You trade Gordon for a first, right? You miss the playoffs and you hope you hit. And the question is, are you going to get anyone that's much better than Aaron Gordon? Because the problem is that anyone better than Aaron Gordon isn't a, isn't going to come to you by choice. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, I guess you keep trying to hit on Dwight Howard's, but you, you that's gotta. A, that's a tough game to play. I don't know, like, oh, oh, or okay. On the flip side. I really like Vucevic. Um, can you trade Gordon and, and upgrade in some way? Um, maybe take a gamble on a, on a prospect and get a first rounder as well. I don't have a good example, but. Yeah. Well, give me, yeah. Like let's, like I, I guess a worse White. version of like Michael, <laughs> Michael Porter jr. Like a worse version of that. But um, who is that? Like point I, that I to know. me on a roster. Like, could they trade Aaron Gordon for Bogdanovich on the Kings? No, no. I think right now Aaron Gordon's better, but you're right. Like Bogdanovich has shown too much potential. Yeah, but I guess two years ago maybe. <laughs> so who's that guy? Is what I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I don't know. Would your okay? Maybe not Daryl Morey, you know. But would the Sixers of old trade Matisse for Gordon? Like Gordon's clearly better now. Well, I wouldn't do that because he doesn't really fit. Like it's just like another person who does a pit. Okay, so then what, what? But yeah, yeah, but along those lines, right? Like, um, like Shamit would have been not now, maybe, but like maybe Shamit, like two years ago, for Gordon. Shamit, okay. Like somebody like that who you could okay, maybe we give him a more opportunity, more shooting, more ball handling, and he turns into um, something that we weren't expecting, plus a first round that we could use later. I don't know. Um, I just like you're kind of sitting in the middle and at least like a team like the Pacers like has honestly has an opportunity to like make the conference finals but the Magic there's no hope there's no way yeah there's not just I don't know I think like I'm trying to picture myself as a Magic fan right (laughs) it's tough there has to be some level of comfort in like, hey, we made the playoffs, we won a game. DJ Augustine for sure. did his thing for one. And, and they're and they're competitive and they're really well coached. So I'm just, I don't know. At some point, like, you're literally the eight seed. You have no room for moving around. You're somewhere between seven and thirteen. Like, yeah, and that I mean that's just <laughs> the plight of the small market team. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, um, looking at these other Eastern Conference teams, like. The Knicks, they're going to be terrible. The Pistons, if Blake's healthy, 18. or does Blake get traded? Um, I don't know. 
so I feel so bad for Blake Griffin because he's been good with them as well. He's developed his game. He shoots a lot more outside. Yeah. He just can't avoid injuries anymore, right? Um, but he's so good. Like, I hope he gets traded to a team that can that has better aspirations. Blake to the Warriors for Andrew Wiggins in the number two pick. One hundred percent on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick, maybe, right? Maybe the Warriors don't want to do that. I think that's a high price, but chill. I don't know, dude. Unless you really, I mean, the second pick is a high price, but if you have somebody you really like, you know, like I really like Wiseman, so I'd probably take Wiseman there. But... So, I mean, the rumor was that Detroit was trying to make moves to get Lamelo Ball, right? They could take Which him there. Is... Yeah. Your point with the Magic, I don't think that they have value to get the second pick, right? No. I think Blake is obviously way more valuable. But to your point, that's a move that a small market team that isn't going to get free agents, that's a move they have to do. Like, yes, here's our best player. Give us that second pick. Let's take a guy who is boom or bust. Yeah, I guess the, the Magic could probably get close. You could you could trade Vucevic. His best player, yeah. I'd, for the If I'm the Warriors, right? Um, Vucevic for the second pick, and then you got to throw in Wiggins to match the contracts. I, I, you probably have to throw in your I, your pick as well. If, if you're, you're the magic, magic. so you yeah. swap picks. Yeah, I think that's fine. I, I think I would do that if I was the magic. Do you think you have like to the give second up two? pick? Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, for no, sure. no, 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 no. I, I don't. I wouldn't give up two. Vucic two firsts for Wiggins in the second. If I can I get the second pick fair. and I'm the magic, I do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, okay, so now you have like again Wiggins, whatever. You just keep him off. He's in that situation. Who the hell knows what's gonna happen. Uh, but the second pick again, you get the pick. Yeah, Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards, Edwards or or Wiseman, um, and you're again you're taking a shot. You're hoping that somebody turns into something else. I don't know where their pick is. This is a deep draft, it, not top heavy, but deep draft. So maybe they like where they are. There's like five guys that have the potential, right? But yeah. aren't bona fide. So uh, Killian Hayes, like Killian. Yeah, I wouldn't take him second, but <laughs> but. He has the potential. That's true. All you, right. you can do Warriors trades for a while. That Next pod, Warriors next trades, pod. join us. Next pod, uh, and, uh, and Kevin Love to the Sixers. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, that's, that's that says Maury all over it, doesn't it? Yeah. Orford for for Kevin Love. The Cavs are a mess, man. <laughs> I guess they're not a mess. It's just kind of like, what are the weird collection of people. <laughs> they, they have talent. I, I, I like Drummond. I like Love. I like Osman. You know, Garland's, okay. Garland's fine. You know what? You don't like these guys? Sexton. Yeah. Dude, it's just like... The, I, I, don't, I don't know what your perception of these guys are, right? But <laughs> the NBA draft is so weird because... Like in the NFL, right? It's seven rounds deep you know you're getting, like, it's so hard to, not that it's so hard, right? But no matter what, in your first through third rounds, you're going to get someone that's going to start, right? You're going to get talent. You'll bust once in those three picks, maybe twice if you're really bad, but there's just so, it's so easy to plug and play there. And then in basketball, it's like, yeah, you had the sixth pick, you pick Colin Sexton, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, you have a subpar point guard who gives you 18 points a game (laughs) because someone has to, you know? And it's like, it's just, it's such a shitty hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the argument, like you were saying before, for the Magic, just to keep it rolling. And you just kind of wait for something else to, a second right. round pick and Andrew Wiggins to, you know, come at your door. Steven Silas to the Rockets. 
uh, Mavs assistant coach. I don't know anything about him, but I'm sure they've seen stuff. What do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, his dad's amazing. Um, yeah. And he also stepped in for a minute. I don't remember for who. Um, it might have been for the Rockets before D'Antoni, but after Mikhail. Um, he was like interim for a little bit. I, I like him. I don't know how he's going to mesh. I just don't like how the Rockets play. So does that mean he's changing that? And then how are you getting James Harden to buy into that? Um, it, I guess is the real question there. Um, or are you are you talking about potentially trading James Harden and getting a blue chipper? Because um, you're not you're not going to be able to move off off of uh, Westbrook. I don't know. I think I think they run it back. I think they just go back to a little bit more fundamentalist basketball whatever that looks like right yeah. i think there's enough modern nba coaches that it doesn't have to be it can still be three heavy but it doesn't have to be what the warriors or sorry what the rockets were doing i completely agree yeah so and in that case i mean i still like the roster i like tucker i like gordon um i like i don't like covington but you know the metrics like covington uh westbrook harden they got a good team they need a big <laughs> but we need yeah. that <laughs> but they can get one on the cheap, I think. So for sure, for sure, right. there's they're available right now. Kelly Olynyk, Myers Leonard, Olenek Derek Jones. Oh, Derek Jones would be a good fit. Derek Jones would be good too. Olynyk would be good. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Isn't there a Pacers change? Uh, yeah. Got so... the Raptors top assistant. I like mm-hmm. that man. I like that a lot. I don't know who that is, but I guess just going off of the Nick Nurse coaching tree type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So he's supposed to be like basically a Nick Nurse mini me. Like they like think gotcha. the same, do the same things. Um, I, I also really liked McMillan, so I was kind of bummed they got rid of him. But um, me too. I thought it was unfair. Yeah. Like he's but been dealing know. with injured rosters. Yeah. Interesting to see what they do with Oladipo. Um, if they keep him, they keep keep it moving. Um, or if they, because yeah, I think he's going to be a free agent next year. Uh, Miles Turner. I think they need to trade Miles Turner, but there's going to be a market for him. I mean, looking at the Rockets, maybe the Celtics. Um, but I like the team. I like the holidays. I like McConnell. I like Brogdon. Sabonis, beast. I like Old Depot. So, see what happens, man. I guess so, man. It'll be interesting. So, I wanted to talk about um, DeMar DeRozan. Hit me. Do the, do the Spurs trade him? No, I think um, or Aldridge, I, I guess. Or do they do they try and so keep it I think this is the first time since I've been alive that the Spurs fan base is kind of turning on the roster, right? Like it's not that they don't have faith in the front office; they're just like, "Hey, blow up this team." I don't feel that way, right? Like I'm just maybe I'm just such a Homer fan that I will never talk bad about them, but I just sincerely feel like. We had one season of 47 wins, a seven seed, and one and 10, like, sorry, 30 seconds away from making it to the second round, right? And then you have one season of 29 wins, didn't make the playoffs. And I just think that they're, with the young guys getting better, I think they're closer to that 47 win season than they are from being out of the playoffs again. I think people are really hard on Aldridge, right? But he's, 33, 34, and he was still putting up 20 points a game efficiently. Like, he knows his role. He's not asking for too much. He's not, like, dominating the ball anymore or anything. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, 
been super consistent, right? Like I saw a stat where he's like him and LeBron are the only players over the past like 14 years to put up a thousand points every season. Like he's just, he's a, he's a solid contributor. The type of game that he plays ages well, right? Yeah. I think he's still going to be a contributor for the next two years. I think you keep him and he's not expensive. DeRozan, that one's a little trickier. I think. Yeah, because he has a player option and then yeah, he's a free agent. I, assuming he I think he's going to opt in. Right. Everyone's assuming he's opting in. We don't know what the salary cap is going to be like, but it's going to be lower. I think the people are going to be hesitant to spend right now. So I think he opts in, but unless DeRozan asks for a trade, I don't think the Spurs are interested in making one. Right. I think they'd rather run it back and make a smooth transition from those guys into the young guys. But I, I think they're well aware that the young guys aren't ready to take over yet. I guess. Um, so we're, we're in the middle of the year next year. And again, DeRozan's on an expiring and he's going to try and get max money or close to max money. Cause I don't know if he'll get max money, but close to it. Um, that's, I guess where I'm coming from. Do you think they're going to trade him in the middle of the year because of, because they're like, ah, we don't want to sign him back at that price. Or do they say, we will, we would sign you back less than the max, but at, I guess for him, that'd be like 30 million a year. It depends, right? Like if they're losing, yeah. then maybe they're like, "All right, we'll trade you. We'll get a young piece. We'll get a we'll get a pick. Yeah, we'll make something out of it, right?" Like, mm-hmm. I think we've seen enough that they can do something with the twenty fifth pick in the draft, right? Yeah, like we'll get a guy who's going to give them three good years and then he'll sign elsewhere. So if they're like twenty and thirty something, yes, they'll they'll probably do that, unless like the numbers dictate that it's not DeRozan's fault. Though yeah. I think the the advanced stats show that it is. The regular stats show that he was really he was playing really well, and I think the bubble showed that they can combine those two. So, I don't think they'll be that bad. But that's the scenario in which they do it. Mm-hmm. That being said, I think they'll they'll be willing to pay him. Just you're right, not max. So, for example, granted the salary cap is just ballooned right now, and it's about to go down. So we'll see what happens. But when they signed Aldridge, they signed him at a max, but the max was twenty million dollars a year. Yeah. So it was like not what it is now. And then when they re-signed Aldridge, they extended him. It was not the max anymore, but it was $22 million a year. And it was for three years. And I think that's what they're going to be willing to pay for Drozen, right? I think they'll give him up to 25 for three years or something. Yeah, I don't now, think that would get it done. If, if they're winning, I think he, he does it, right? Like, I think Drozen wants to win. I think he wants to get rid of that stigma that he's just not a, that guy that can do that. If they're like a 51 team, they make it to the second round, and then they lose. For as a Spurs fan, like that's a really successful season. I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. I think he resigns on like a twenty-five million dollar contract. I think the Spurs are willing to do that. I think that means they know they have to cut bait with some of their young guys. But by then they'll have signed the ones that matter, which is Derek White and Dejounte Murray. Yeah. So that's Letting the way Brent that I Forbes see it. go to the Sixers this year. That's yeah, the... he's probably going to leave. Sad for me, but yeah, whatever. He might not, because because yeah, the the uncertainty. Maybe they get get to sign him a little cheaper for longer or something. Well, um, the only reason they kept him was because there wasn't a market for him two years ago because people didn't know who he was, right? He signed for $5 million, which is under his value. It's what they were willing to pay him. <laughs> yeah. And I guess no one else was, or at least not yeah. anywhere he was willing to go. I think he's an $8 million player. He's nasty. Yeah. yeah. This is fun. It's good Glad to be to back, on, back the mic. on it, dude. Yeah. Mics are hot. All right, everyone. Juan's mom. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Josh, shout out. Uh, bam, he's not going to make another all-star team. So just a reminder on that. 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. All right. Later. Later.